Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of Enlarging. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Not much, man. Glad to have you on the show, as always. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you for being on. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for checking out this episode of Sports of Legend. On today's show, we'll, we'll talk about... Uh, you know, the Mets, the Yankees, uh, the NBA playoffs, how it's going to affect the Knicks, the Nets, uh, hockey, you know, the the Rangers uh, tied up the the series, uh, uh, well, actually not too long ago, maybe about a half hour ago. Power Uh, Rangers. Yep. They force a game seven. I I think it's going to be Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. Talk about that. We'll talk about, you know, WWE and AEW. AEW is going to have the all or nothing pay-per-view event uh, tomorrow night. And, um, yeah, and we'll even talk a little uh, Kenobi, but not not too much, you know, because we don't want to spoil it, and I'll save my review uh, for when the whole series is out in, what, four weeks from now, so... Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that um, and uh, and more, you know. And if you want to talk about any of these topics or more, as usual, you know the number is five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So again, feel free to talk about any of these topics. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, we we'd love to hear what's on your mind. And, you know, that's what we do on this show. We talk sports and entertainment and, you know, everything else. So, you know, feel free to um, express yourself here. Uh, with that said, yeah, man, let, let's talk. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Mets, man. I mean, you know, the the Mets have been phenomenal uh, this year. Uh, you might even say they're the top gun mavericks of baseball right now. Or maybe even the Yankees. I mean, both teams are firing at on both, you know, on both I mean, on, on all cylinders, I should say. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have a debate which team is better, which which team is better in baseball right now, um, the Mets or the Yankees. I mean, the Mets. Well, you also have the Dodgers in that view, also. You know, Dodgers. Well, I mean, of course, Dodgers is in that mix too. I mean, Second so, best record in baseball. Well, yes, of course, but I mean we're, we're sticking it local. But yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, Dodgers, Dodgers can be. Dodgers are definitely in the, in that um, in that discussion, of course. But um, yeah, man, for me, I mean, right now, so far this year, I would say you know the Mets. I mean, they have the biggest lead in the division. What seven seven? Well, I would say maybe what is it? Not maybe eight now, eight and a half probably right now. I mean, you know, the the Mets, you know, they're not dependent on the long ball. 
which they have been in the past couple of years. You know, they they lead the league, they lead the majors in, with what twelve triples. You got Pete Alonso, who's having an MVP uh, season so far. Um, he has what probably what forty seven RBIs, and, and we're not even on the Memorial Day yet. And you know, he broke a, a Mets record. Uh, Bernard Gilkey had 44 before Memorial Day. Um, Pierre Alonso eclipsed that. And, yeah, Alonso, man, he's uh, – last time I checked, he was, what, tied for for the most home runs in the National League with 12. Uh, he leads the, the National League in, in RBIs. Um, his defense have, has has improved. His, 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 you know, he's hitting for average. Um. Yeah, and Lindor is starting to heat up as well. You know, um, highlighted by that two-run triple he hit um earlier today, um, in tonight's game. I mean, the what can you say? The Mets. You know, the Mets are are on the top of the division. Yes, last year they were on the top of the division for three months, but this is a different team right here. Uh, you know what? What a difference a year makes. You know, you have, you know the the guys they have a new uh, mantra offensively. You know, after they fire, fired, um, foolishly fired um, Chili Davis, they hired a, a guy, who, a hitting coach who has no hitting experience and was just purely an analytics guy. You know, they fired him and uh, was it Quantum Bomb? I think his name was. And then they hired Eric Chavez, who, who basically has the best of both worlds. You know, he's obviously a former player from Oakland A's, former Yankee. You know, he he's a you know he was a, a great player, a, you know, a great hitter, had six gold gloves, and you know, a guy who's who's been in the trenches. You know, where you know, when it comes to playing a, a major league game, you know, at a high level, and um, and then of course you know he has you know he. You know, he knows the analytics is the wave of the future, you know, but the only way how analytics works is if you combine, uh, you know, what you see, uh, you know, being a experienced baseball mind along with the analytics. You can't have one without the other, you know, and that's the, you know, that's that's what modern baseball is all about. I mean, even even old school baseball, you know, they had, you know, stats and statistics but they didn't they didn't call it analytics at the time but i mean you 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 know what i mean like this is the wave of the future right here so i'm glad mets are moving in the right direction even though they have some uh major injuries with um with Serger and and the grom who's um starting to you know soft toss a bit uh trying to get his way back um, you got Jankowski, who was a bench guy, who who who, who was a spark, uh, offensively and on the base pads, and you, you know he he's he's hurt, uh, he's gonna be gone for a while. Um, and they've had some other injuries, you know, uh, Trevor May, who hasn't pitched well uh, this year, um, but um, yeah, they've had some big, you know, injuries that that normally would have, you know, messed the Mets up, but the Mets are there. They're staying the course. And, That's going to be um, a big question for the Mets going forward, you know, about your health, especially amongst the, 
amongst the pitchers. Can the pitchers remain healthy for a playoff run? You got Scherzer out now. You got DeGrom out. You know, that's going to be a big question going forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a, definitely they definitely uh, need to, uh, um, you know, continue this momentum that they have, you know, so that hopefully, you know, when these guys come back, they can, uh, you know, they, they along yeah, along with those two aces, and then of course Miguel, who's having a, a great who had a great year so far until he got injured. Um, you know, they gotta stay the course so that when these guys come back, hopefully they'll be ready to go. Um, if the Mets make it to the postseason, which right now all likelihood they will, but you know, it's it's not over until it's over, which is what. Uh, Yogi Berra said when he was managing the 73 Mets. So, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with the, with the Mets. I mean, they've been they've been playing well. I mean, you know, they they've only lost what two series so far, uh, Mariners and um, was it the Braves? I think. So I mean, you know, they've been they've been uh, pretty much dominating, and then they lost a crazy game. Um, to the Giants, uh, what was it? They were they were trailing. What was it? Eight to two or something like that. And they scored like nine runs in that in the what was it, in the eighth inning. And then the the um, Peterson in that three home run game he had, he hit his third home run to tie it, which was a three run home run in the eighth. And then the 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 game um, went extra innings, I, I believe, and. The other team took over. Like I mean, it's, it was it was just a crazy game. I think it was like that Monday or Tuesday that that game happened. But yeah, you know, Mets have bounced back. They they're looking to sweep the series against the Phillies uh, tomorrow night, and we'll we'll see what happens uh, with the Mets. But sh- shifting gears um, to the Yankees. Um, you know, the Yankees, they've been playing well, um, overall, um, you know, they, they, you know, they were beating up, uh, on the Rays. They, they, they lost, uh, earlier today, but all in all the Rays, I mean, rather the, the Yankees, you know, they've been doing their thing, you know, having the, you know, a phenomenal record, um, the best record in baseball and, you know, the Yankees, you know, just a typical year for the Yankees. Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, the Yankees are having a great year. You know, this year is reminiscent of the 98 year. You know, there's just something special about this team. The pitching has been phenomenal this year. You got Nesta Cortez pitching like Cy Young. Mm-hmm. You got Severino back into form. Uh, James, James, was it James, Jameson Tyone? Tyone? Mm-hmm. I always mispronounce his name, but, uh, He's been pitching well. I mean, our worst starter right now is Jared Cole with a, the over three ERA, but even he has been pitching good over his over the last month. Uh, today, you know, he entered the start against the Rays, and he looked good through seven innings before he gave up a run, and then our bullpen kind of blew it there, but we ended up losing three to one. But so far in this series, we've pretty much bullied the Rays. You know, these are first couple games. So tomorrow we'll be the uh, we'll be wrapping up the series. 
looking for our 13th series win of the year. But, I mean, yeah, the Yankees, this Yankees team has been resilient. I mean, the offense could be a bit better, uh, I think, especially with guys like Hicks and Gallo not hitting well. Uh, now you got Donaldson. He's on the IL for a short stint there. And before he was uh, pl- placed on the COVID, COVID list, uh, and before that, he was suspended for calling um, White Sox player, um, what's his name? Um, Tim Anderson? Uh, yeah, calling him Jackie Robinson, even though that was an inside joke between the two. I guess, uh, uh, what's his name? The Chicago White Sox player took offense to it. Um, so MLB suspended him for that, giving it a racist, a, a racist, uh, a racist joke or insult. But uh, hopefully we'll get Donaldson back here in the next several weeks. But um, the offense could be better. But despite that, you know, the pitching has been great. Pitching has been uh, pretty much been our uh, strong point, you know, all year. And hopefully it can continue to keep us in these games. You know, this offense has to get going at some point because there's still times where we fail to score runs and key parts of the game and now you got John Carlos standing out with an injury which is going to affect us a little bit so uh, offense could we'll need some improvement you know we may need a couple hitters maybe we could find some hitters you know during the all-star break to add to this team but um, yeah man uh, best record in baseball can't complain too much so just hope the Yankees can remain consistent and hold on to this big lead that they have in the AL East at the moment I mean, yeah. I mean, the Yankees, you know, they're just going to keep rolling along, you know. I mean, they, you know, they're, um, you know, they're, they're playing well. And like you said, they, you know, um, Donaldson, he's, he's hurt after that, uh, controversy that he had with him, Tim, uh, Anderson. And, um, yeah, I mean there there's some um yeah, by your by your account, you don't think he he meant anything offensive or racist about it. Not really, because Anderson called himself Jackie Robinson. He said he was the next Jackie Robinson and then Donaldson made a joke about that, uh I think a year or a couple of years before and Anderson didn't find it he he thought it was funny back then. He smiled when he commented, and then Donaldson brought it up again, and I guess that's something triggered Anderson to react this time. And yeah, that's what led to the whole uh, incident. But the fact that uh, people are calling it racist, I don't see it as racist because that's what Anderson called himself. That's what Donaldson was referring to. Even Donaldson said he didn't mean any any harm by it or anything offensive about it. I think uh and. Donaldson at that point, I mean, even me being a Yankee fan, you know, I could tell you if it was racist or not. And I don't think it was racist because the other player himself said he was the next Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. So if he had not said that, then I would have said, okay, Donaldson is a jerk. He was being racist. Fine. Mm -hmm. But the fact he answered, called himself Jackie Robinson and Donaldson joked about it. I mean, how the hell is that racist? Tell me about it. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, it, you know, it, like, 
I don't, again, I don't know the backstory, but I mean, it, calling somebody racist is not a, a term I, I use, like, like, so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't use it, like, if, if I'm going to call somebody racist, you have to, like, say or do something without a shadow of a doubt to prove that you're, you are, in fact, racist. If you call them a nigger, then I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's exactly. racist. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I would say it it isn't, um, I mean, without the backstory, it, it looked, I mean, it, it don't, it don't, I don't know, it don't look right, especially if he's not cool with him because they're, uh, like Liam Hendricks was saying that, you know, he's not, he, they're not, he wasn't cool with him. People don't like him, stuff like that. But, however, like, like you said, he did, was it, Tim Anderson did say he's the next Jackie Robinson, which, I mean, that's a pretty egotistical statement. Yeah, why would you even compare yourself to Jackie Robinson also? That's, that's kind of strange in itself. Yeah. I mean, in that instance, yeah. I mean, he, he kind of opened himself for that, like, you know. Again, like like you said, if you call him the N word or he just randomly call him Jack, Jackie, oh, because I is there is there actual proof that he because what's his name um, uh, Donaldson said that he said that to him before. Do they yeah. have actual, yeah, actual evidence to prove that he they they said that and, you know everything has been fine and all that stuff. It's not like a running insult. But because, yeah, like I, like I was saying, like, for me to assume somebody is a racist, they have to say or do something that is beyond a, a shadow of a doubt that's like, yeah, this person's, a, this person's definitely a racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Donaldson can be a jerk. I mean. Yeah, I mean. I, he I do can think be a jerk at this jerk. time. I, definitely, you know? I do definitely think so, for sure. But in this instance, I don't think he was being racist. You know, maybe he was being annoying, yes, but, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think he meant any uh, that to be a racist comment. And he's just making making fun of Dancer for calling himself Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. I'd probably do the same thing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if he was saying insults to him, like, 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 you know, like the players on the Philadelphia Phillies back in those days or some other other ballparks during, you know, Jackie Robinson's time, the 40s and 50s, and he was, you know, saying those stuff and, and spiking him and, you know, saying all these, you know, racist stuff. And then I'll be like, yeah, hell, yeah, he's, he's definitely racist, man. Like, you don't need, you don't need, you know, a guy like that, on, you know, in the sport, you know. But, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, him calling him Jackie, I mean, it's not a good look, but, I would have to agree with you. It's it's um yeah, being he yeah you like I said you have to prove to me without a shadow of a doubt if the person's racist or not for me to yeah. say someone's racist. And then again, if you did call him Jackie, I mean, what's wrong with being called Jackie Robinson? I mean, that's one of the greatest plays in baseball yeah. history. You know, that's like calling exactly. someone Michael Jordan, or yeah, I, I, it could be it could mean a good thing. What's what's bad about it? You know. Yeah, that goes back to Chris Rock joke calling Jada Pickett Smith G.I. Jane. Well, G.I. Jane was heroic for, for yeah. some women. That's a good you know, point. What's bad about that, you know? Yeah, that's, so that's, a, that's a good point. You're just uh, taking it in a negative way instead of looking at it positively. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I see your point. I mean, obviously, we all know Darnold's today and me in a positive way, but, I mean, 
Jackie Robinson is a, a phenomenal player. I mean, without Jackie Robinson, baseball wouldn't be the way it is not right now. I mean, right. there would have been so many, so many Hall of Fame players most likely wouldn't have ha- had the opportunity. You know, I mean, look at you. You look at the first crop of the, you know, the the black players from the what, the forties, the fifties, the sixties. I mean, like practically almost all the guys who who they who who were like the first black players from you know, for their franchises or, or leagues or whatever. They they most of them are in the Hall of Fame right now as we speak. Like I mean they you know, those guys they really made an impact with the with the um with the small the opportunity that seemed like a small opportunity because, you know, Jackie Robinson had the experiment and then of course Larry Doby, uh, shortly after like what, the following year, made his debut with the Cleveland Indians. I mean, you know, the racism was still there. No, no one was like, "Hey, you know, Jackie Robinson's the first black guy." You know, oh, Larry Doby, you're the second. You know, you're the first American League guy. Okay, you know, it was like no kumbaya and like you know, pat Larry Doby on the back and you know, there's no racism. I mean, all those guys face racism too. You know, that were, you know, making their 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 um their you know major league debuts. You know, Willie Mays. Um, Hank Aaron. I mean, Lord have mercy. I mean, Hank Aaron. I mean, we could do a whole show on the racism he 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 had. Uh, I mean, just that year when he when he broke the the, the uh, Babe Ruth record. I mean, the death threats. The I mean, like, I mean, come on, let's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if Anderson doesn't want me called Jackie Robinson. Don't call yourself Jackie Robinson. Then <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean he did, he he did he did bring that on himself. They both don't look good in this this story, you know. Like him being egotistical enough to say he's the next Jackie Robinson. Why don't you be the next Tim Anderson? Yeah. Or why don't you say, oh, you know, Jackie Robinson inspires me. You know, like you. I mean, you don't have to go for the the buzzworthy line, you know. You know, show a little humility. That guy, that guy could also be a jerk. I have to say sometimes too. You know what happened? But, you know, Anderson can also be a, a jerk at times, also a hothead. You know, so well, both yeah, players are wrong. They're both in the wrong, I think. So. Mm-hmm. And if he's not tight with Anderson like that, he shouldn't be cracking jokes on him. Period. Whether it's Jackie, call him Jackie Robinson or Ty Cobb or or. Whatever you want to call him, like is, you know, it's just I don't know. You you gotta be really tight with somebody, you know, to be cracking jokes on them. If you're not tight with somebody, then you're 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 basically bullying or teasing them. Yeah. You know, so you know, it's a it's, it was an avoidable situation, a very avoidable situation. You know. But with that said, um, yeah, let's just yeah, let's move on from uh, baseball right now. Uh, let's see what we could talk about here next. Um, yeah, how about the the NBA playoffs? Um, tomorrow night we're going to have, um, Boston versus Heat, game seven. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you can't beat that. You know, Heat forced a a game seven with a 111-103 victory over the, the Celtics. In Boston, you might I add, I mean, yeah, man, I would say the 
Celtics is the better team, but I mean, he they got that momentum. You know, they they won in Boston, and they're gonna be hosting in in uh, you know in in Miami. You know, um, and um, yeah, Jimmy Butler, man, you gotta give you gotta give props to Jimmy Butler. This dude almost had a triple double, forty seven points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Like, I mean, th- this dude came to play. I mean, this dude was the anti Ben Simmons. In, in this playoffs, man, like he showed up. <laughs> like, I mean, what else more could you say? Yeah, it was a it was a LeBron esque performance mm-hmm. um, back when he was in Miami to prevent elimination. I forget what mm-hmm. team it was against, but it was yeah. I mean, Butler carried a t- carried a heat on his back there, and now they're gonna right. play do or die game seven tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, Miami, other than Butler, they really don't have anyone else offensively on that mm-hmm. team. I mean, yes, you have um, Lowry, Lowry, and Adebayo, but mm-hmm. those guys, they're not scoring threats. Yeah. Even Hero off the bench, I mean, yeah, he could shoot, but he's not really a guy that you're scared of. I mean, Butler is the guy who will torch you, and you got to stop him. You know, but Celtics could have figured him out on Friday night, and he ended up with 47 points. And now, uh, so um, Miami Heat go back home, and they could win this win this series by winning at home. But Celtics have been resilient all this postseason when they've been down. So, mm-hmm. uh, if I were to put my money, I would put my money on Celtics. I think they they have a strong chance of winning the game in Miami. They yeah they definitely they definitely do but yeah the, I would yeah, say that, right now they, the they, momentum their defense has been uh, they've had the best defense all year in the NBA I think I think Celtics they're gonna come out and try to stop Butler for what he did I don't think they're gonna let him score forty on him on them twice yeah I would I would I would definitely agree with that I mean I would say right now the momentum is on Miami's side you know being home and and winning that pivotal game six to force this game seven. But, you know, Celtics has history on their side, you know. Um, that's just a, a storied franchise right there, right up there with the Lakers as the, the all-time best uh, NBA franchises. You know, they've been they, – they, they eat, sleep, and drink, you know, game sevens and, and going to the finals and winning finals. So, I mean – yeah, it looks like uh, Butler is just continuing that legacy. Yeah, yeah, this could be a great game. I can't wait till tomorrow and watch it. It'll be a great game. Yeah. I wonder what time it is. What time it starts tomorrow? Uh, Tyler Hero, man, they, he's he's question, he didn't play uh, he didn't play game six, and he's he's questionable uh, to play game seven uh, because of a, a groin strain. So. You know they they're gonna have to wait and see and see if he'll be able to to make it. You know for that uh, for that game. That game starts at eight eight thirty tomorrow. Mhm. Marquee matchup, man. Um, yep. Yeah, I think Tatum had thirty points in a in a you know in a losing effort. So you know definitely need a more balanced attack. Uh, from Celtics and uh, and most importantly, play some defense, play some Celtics D, and hold this guy. You know, <laughs> somehow find a way to hold him under thirty points. Oh yeah, 
instead of the forty-seven they 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 uh made them have man. They were playing Knicks defense or something though, like how they were um <laughs> and um scoring him like that. Like come on, like they made they made Butler look like um same that dude again from Atlanta. Um, what I forgot Trey Young against us yep. last year. So. Yep. But yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of the Knicks, man, uh, their their target that they wanted to get Jalen Jalen Brunson, uh, you know his team got eliminated from the Warriors, and Warriors are back in the um, NBA Finals. They they beat the the Mavericks uh, in five games. They won the finals the final uh, the fifth game by the final score of one twenty one ten, and um, yeah, um, Brunson, man. Uh, after the game, what you gonna call it? Um, Mark Mark Cuban, you know, obviously the, the Shark Tank uh, judge, and um, of course Dallas Maverick owner, long time uh, Dallas Maverick owner. He said after the game that they're gonna resign them and because they're gonna outpay, they're gonna you know out outbid everybody. So. If Nick, any Knicks fans had any dreams of having Rick Brunson's son fall after his father's footsteps and put on a Knicks uniform, uh, just like every other star player in the league, you can just forget about it because um, the Mavericks are going to lock him up, you know. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately for him, the Mavericks are eliminated. And in that game, uh, he only um, – scored 10 points. He was kept in check. Uh, Dimwitty, Dimwitty and uh, Doncic, they both had, uh, you know, good games for the, um, for the, um, the Mavericks. Um, Doncic scored 28 points with nine rebounds and uh, Dimwitty scored 26 points, but uh, it wasn't enough uh, for Dallas uh, to keep this um, series going. Yeah. So yeah, the Warriors are back. I think there's like the six uh, NBA Finals in eight years they've been in. So, congrats to the Warriors, and they're gonna await the winner of the Celtics Heat series. Udonis Haslam of the Miami Heat said that Draymond Green broke broke the code. Draymond Green, after their after the Warriors win, said that he wants the Celtics, or he thinks the Celtics are gonna be playing the Warriors in the finals. Mm-hmm. Haslam was upset with that. He thinks uh, Draymond was disrespectful, and are under and he's underestimating the Heat. Mm-hmm. So Heat are gonna try their best tomorrow to try to win that game and get get back at Draymond if they go to the finals. And Adonis Haslam, man, that dude's been on that team forever. Yeah, for real, dude's like a co- he's literally like a coach on, on that bench. <laughs> My goodness. They do one they do one all 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 three of the the Heat's championships. Yeah. Like a fossil on that bench. <laughs> yeah, him and Dwayne Wade, like those are the the only two guys who who who've been on all the championship teams. Yep. Thanks to Pat Riley, you know, Ditching us and, and then turning the Miami into New York Knicks out with their defense and and then winning the ti- those titles. 
We can but get them next for that. It is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, the you know the next the next they have rumors that they're gonna go after um, trade for Donovan Mitchell, and um, and uh, also um, I'm trying to remember who's the other person they were they're they're looking into. Oh, what's his name? Damian Lillard. You know, the usual stuff. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, the rumor right now is that quickly who um, Lillard is very cool with um, would be in that trade um, to um, bring him, to, you know, in order to bring one of these star guards to the, to the, um, to the garden. But you know the deal. So it's official. You can't believe what you're, you hear or read. Yep. We shall see you. Wait and see. Yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll find out tomorrow who um who the Warriors will face. So either be the Heat or the the Celtics. But yeah, we both think we both think Celtics will uh, will advance. Hoping Heat will, but we shall see. And then moving along with the the Rangers. Um, yeah, they had a. They had a great game tonight. Won by the final score of uh five to was it five to five to two. Uh the Rangers forced game seven, uh, just like the Heat did, defending their home court. Uh Shastorikin, he had a great great game. He he, he stopped thirty seven of the the um you know, the, the Hurricanes uh goal attempts. Only allowed the two goals. Um, uh, Zabanajed, you know, he scored. Um, Philip um, Chittle, um, he scored twice um, in the game, and uh, and he scored twice in the second period, to be exact, uh, to prepare uh, to propel the, the the Rangers to to forcing a game seven, tying up the series three to three. And uh, the Breadman also delivered in the third with a goal as well. And Adam Fox had two assists. Um, and the Rangers extend their franchise record of having their sixth straight home uh, victory in the postseason. So, um, congrats to the Rangers. Congrats to the Rangers. Uh, let's hope Power they Rangers. Keep... Oh yeah, they're gonna go back to North Carolina Monday night. And. <laughs> And whoever wins, hopefully the Rangers, they'll be battling uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning on Wednesday night. But uh, hopefully they could take care of business in Riley, North Carolina, and uh, go to the Eastern Conference Finals against Tampa Bay. But we'll, let's go. We'll find out. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go. That's right. We shall see. Whoop that ass. <laughs> And uh yeah, let's let's see what else is going on uh um what was I gonna say? So let's see. Yeah, the, the conference finals uh is the the Edmonton Oriolers uh, versus uh um versus the Colorado Avalanche. 
they're going to start their series Tuesday night. Colorado's um, will be hosting it, hosting the, the series. And whoever wins will be facing the winner of uh, the Tampa Bay and, of course, this Kane Ranger series. So, yeah, both both NHL and, and NBA, they're move along, moving along playoff-wise. We're getting to to crown a winner soon. Oilers, they 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 won they defeated the Flames in five. They won Thursday night uh by the final score of five to four. And then the Avalanche they they uh they made the um they made the, the St. Louis um blues sing the blues when they defeated them in uh six games by the final score of three to two. Um, JT Comper, you know, he scored two goals in in that game to uh, put the Avalanche uh, in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, we'll 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 keep you posted with that as well. And um, yeah, that's that's basically uh, what's going on in uh, regular sports, really. Um, yeah, let's let's go to AEW. Let's switch gears and uh, talk to AEW All or Nothing uh, pay per view event. Yeah, this uh, they're gonna be in Las Vegas. There's gonna be a lot of um, yeah. This is a major. This is like the the first pay per view event they had like three years ago that put AEW on the map. Um, yeah, let's dive right into it. Uh, Hookhausen. That's um, Taz's son, Hook, teaming up with um, Dan Housen. They're they're going to be battling Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling, which I mean, essentially, Mark, Smart Mark Sterling is a, a manager. Uh, I mean, and uh, Hook is a is a beast, man. Like, I mean, it's it's a wrap. Hook Hook is undefeated. Uh, he has a, a strange pairing with Dan Housen. A do uh, a weird clownish dude who's been trying to curse him, but now they have an alliance with each other. So yeah, Hook Hookhausen, they're definitely gonna defeat Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling in a tag team match. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, he's going to. I think he's gonna. I can see this going either way. I think he's. The, I think he might lose to De, uh, Darby Allen, but I could see it going either way. Um, Jay Cargill versus Anna Jay uh, for the AEW TBS Championship. Um, I think Jay Cargill is going to be continuing her undefeated streak. I think she's like at least probably what thirty three and zero or some something like that. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, Jay Cargill is going to retain the title, the TBS Championship. House of Black, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King versus the Death Triangle, which is Ursuro and Ray Phoenix. Six-man tag team match. Um, I'm picking the House of Black to win that one. American top team, uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Page Van Zandt versus, with Dan Lambert, of course, uh, their manager, and uh, versus Sammy Guevara. Frankie Kazarian and um, Ty Conti. 
Um, if American Top Team wins, neither Guerrero or Kazan will be allowed to challenge for the TNT Championship as long as Sky is champion. Um, that's a, hmm. Yeah, I think I think Sammy Guevara is going to win this one. Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Ty Conte is going to win this one. Though I could see Frankie Kazarian turning on them and maybe possibly joining American Top Team since he was former tag team partners with Scorpio Sky. But um, I think Sammy Guevara is going to win this one. So Hardy Boys, they're going to be facing the Young Bucks tag team match. Man, I can see this one this one going either way. Um Maybe I'd pick Young Bucks, you know, the Hardy Boys putting over the Young Bucks. I mean the Young Bucks you could clearly see they're influenced by the Hardy Boys. Um even the Hardy Boys even teased them, I think it was on Dynamite that they're um cos they're Hardy Boy cosplayers. Um, so I think Young Bucks are going to win this match. Uh, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks, and Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hob versus Lee, Lee, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, I could see Keith Lee winning. Keith Lee and Swerve, Swerve Strickland winning that one. Give Keith Lee his first title in AEW. Then you got Jericho Appreciation Society, which has Jericho, Matt Menard, Angela Parker, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager versus Eddie Kingston, Satan Ortiz, and the Blackpool uh, Combat Club, which is um, uh, John Moxley, Daniel, Brian Danielson, and Willa uh, um, uh, uh, Yuta's uh, group. Uh, but Wheeler Yuta is on this match. Uh, this is an Anarchy in the Arena match. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can see this going either way. But I, I, I'm going to pick the Blackpool Combat Club and Eddie Kingston with, with Santana Ortiz to win this one. Then you got Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Ruby Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot in WWE. This is for the Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament winner, the final. Um, man, I, sheesh, I can, can see this one going either way. You know what? I'm going to put Dr. Britt Baker to win this. I'm gonna pick Dr. Britt Baker to win it. Uh, the women, the women's on heart foundation tournament, and then some more Joel versus Adam Cole. Uh, normally, I'd pick Adam. I, I would pick some more Joe. I think Adam Cole with the Red Dragon and the Elite. The the what was it? The the Elite. Elite. Um, what's that? What's that? The elite, I forgot what they call it. The elite, um, what's the name of that? The, their faction. 
Darn, it's escaping me right now. Um, they had the the EU. That was the um, no UE, the undisputed era. So yeah, this is the elite elite era that they have with the um when they formed the Red Dragon with the um uh with the the elite. So I think they're gonna have some interference to mention. Um, yeah, I think they're that they're gonna cause that 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 the distraction since Jay Leto, Sunny, J, J, um, Dutt, and uh, Satam Singh are barred from ringside. I still think uh, Adam Cole will have the advantage having you know Kyle O'Reilly and um, Bobby Fish, and then of course the um, the Young Bucks on his, in his side, and that will force that will cause Adam Cole to win the, the tournament. And then if you have that scenario, you'd have Dr. Britt Baker and her, her fiance, Adam Cole, baby, both winning their respective Owen Hart foundation um, matches, which would be interesting. Then you got MJF uh, versus Wardlow. I mean, there's rumors right now that, um, MJF might not even be in um in 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 Las Vegas where it's being held up, hosted. Um, I'm assuming this is, you know, a, a storyline, you know, thing that they're just trying to hype up that this match will not happen. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, what other matches? There's Thunder Rosa versus. Her longtime rival Serena Deeb. Um, she's going to be. They're going to be battling it out for the AEW Women's Championship. I'm um, picking Serena Deeb to win that one. Um, to 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 win the the AEW Women's title. Um, and then on the the men's side, you have Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk. You got, I mean, this is some interesting booking. With the with the um, Owen Hart Foundation final, you have real life uh, fiance uh, Brit, Dr. Britt Baker and Adam Cole potentially winning their respective tournament finals, and then and then on the 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 titles title matches, you have the two straight edge society members in Serena Deeb and CM Punk. Uh, battling out for for the AEW World Championships for both men and women at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna pick CM Punk to win it. You know, and then the Hangman Adam Page's reign, and Hangman Adam Page might even turn heel because it looked like he was showing some um, heelish tendencies when during that promo. He, him and uh, CM Punk were were cutting on dynamite. So that's definitely something worth uh, keeping an eye on um, in, uh, you know, uh, when this pay-per-view event goes down uh, tomorrow night. Should be good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, on uh, WWE side, um, they had um, the SmackDown. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Raquel Rodriguez, formerly known as Raquel Gonzalez, they defeated Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Los Latarios 
defeated Jim, uh, Jinder Mahal and Sh- Shanky, or Skyscraper Shanky, as they call him now. You got Gunther and Lord Lordvig uh, Kaiser defeat Ricochet and Drew Gulag. New Day and Drew McIntyre defeat... Some Lebron. weird names. Shanky Gulag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is the best of you can come up with. <laughs> and uh, Sami Zayn was... was it, you know, he considers himself an honorary member of the bloodline and Kevin Owens was trying to talk some sense to him because it was sense for them to join forces because now both uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are heels again, and and they're both conspiracy theorists. I mean, it makes perfect sense, you know. And they they're they're real life best friends, so it would make the the most sense for them to team up with each other again. What do you think? Um, I don't know. Didn't they get into a feud last night? Uh, on Friday night, actually? Weren't they going at it on the mic? It didn't look like they're going to be teaming up for any uh, future event after what they uh, what happened on, on this past SmackDown. But hey, who knows? Who knows? I mean, uh, that could be a perfect tag team to compete against the Usos, I guess, right? Maybe. Yeah, I mean they've they've been tag team uh, throughout their careers with each other. I mean, they in I mean they've been tag team partners. You know, before they were in WWE, they were tag team partners in WWE until Kevin Owens turned on Sami Zayn, and then uh, Sami Zayn a few years ago turned into a heel, and uh, basically now would be the perfect time to to make them make them uh, join forces again since they're both heels and they could challenge the Usos since Usos hold all the gold in the tag team division anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Kevin Owens turns on him again. He will. Kevin Owens will turn on him unless if Sami Zayn turns on him first. That was probably the highlight of SmackDown, that old uh, trash talking between both of them. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Other than that, I can't remember what else happened on SmackDown. Yeah, I hear you. That's how it is with WWE. They, I mean, there's nothing major going on with these pay-per-view fans. I mean, they're basically hyping up, uh, you know, they're basically hyping up, uh, what you want to call it, the, um, you know, the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view event that's going to come up eventually. Yeah, and then on the the raw side, Lashley defeated Omos in a in a steel cage match. Veer Mahan, sound like an Indian version of Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. defeats uh, Mustafa Ali. Riddle defeats Jimmy Uso. Uh, Riddle was teasing like a breakup of their of him and RK Bro. Uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor defeated the Los Otarios. Alexa Bliss defeated Sonya Deville again. Isn't it funny how Naomi could never defeat could never defeat Sonya Deville by herself except when she had Ronda Rousey, I think, at WrestleMania. No, it wasn't WrestleMania. She she was teaming with Ronda Rousey at an event 
or I can't remember what it was. And she that's the that's probably the only time she got her come up. She finally be, defeated Sonya Deville, but Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey could defeat Sonya Deville easily. Yeah, maybe this is one of the reasons why Naomi and and Sasha Banks, you know, walked out on you know on the company. Yeah, that's a good point. Ezekiel defeats, um, and when we say Ezekiel, we're talking about Ezekiel Sampson, you know, um, Elias's uh, brother. Because, you know, when you think of Ezekiel, you think of, um, what's the name of that black dude? Ezekiel, you know that black dude, the, the, um. Oh, yeah, right. Um, that, that dude that looked like Mr. T. Um, <laughs> Ezekiel something. Yeah, no, I forgot. I I forget his name. Yeah, he even um like he was like the bodyguard of um yeah I remember Brian King Kendrick Ezekiel Jackson wasn't it? Yeah, there you go, there you go, Ezekiel Jackson, right? Um, yeah. Oscar defeated uh, Becky Lynch to earn a shot for the Raw Women's Title at Hell in the Cell, and. Uh, Yeah, did you know that uh, on Rampage uh, on Friday night, uh, Gangrel popped up? I, I heard, yeah. Heard about that. With the with Jeff and Matt Hardy, right? Uh, he popped up with the Young Bucks because the Young Bucks are teaming up with, uh, they're going against the Hardy Boys. So yeah, here's here's the results of what happened at the, uh, the Rampage Friday night. Brian Danielson defeated Matt Seidel, formerly known as Evan Bourne when he was in WWE. Young Bucks defeat John Cruz and Taylor Rust. Uh, Dante Martin defeat Max Caster. Ruby Soho defeat Chris Statlander to advance uh, to the finals of the women's uh, Owen Hart match, which, uh, you know, as I mentioned already, Ruby Soho is gonna gonna battle against Dr. Britt Baker to determine who's the win- who will be the winner for the Owen Hart uh, finals for the women on the women's side. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, basically it for the world of wrestling. Um, um, well, you, you do you have any interest in uh, seeing uh, the Top Gun movie? Uh, raving about it, you know, uh, since uh, the the sequel, since the movie came out in the eighties, I think eighty six. Well, I'm looking forward to see it, uh, to watching it. Um, you know, it came out this Friday. Still, uh, still want to go back and watch the original, the, the first one, because I remember seeing it as a kid and I saw it in bits and pieces. So I still want to watch it, that first one before I see the second one. Yeah, I, I I would definitely agree with that sentiment. I I actually saw it for the first time ever. Um, it might have been last year or two years ago. I can't remember. But yeah, I would I would definitely I think I would watch it. I would agree with you. I think I would also watch it myself to see how it is. Uh, even though there's, I mean, it, it's a new story, but I mean, there are some characters like there's one character of a a major character from the movie pops up there are some you know returns obviously tom tom cruise's character maverick returns iceman played by val kilmer returns but uh there are some notable um omissions in the movie 
Uh, there was Kelly McGinnis, the actress. She's not in this movie. Um, you know, his who played uh, Tom Cruise's uh, character's love interest in the in the movie. And then you have uh, Goose's wife, which was played by Meg Ryan. I think before she, you know, she got, you know, like famous, really. You know, this was like years away from her sleepless in Seattle days. But, um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Kelly McGinnis thinks she's not, she wasn't picked up. She wasn't asked to come back to the movie because, you know, because of ageism, really. She, she feels like she doesn't fit Hollywood is trying to force down people's throat. Like she's an actress, she, you know, she aged, you know, it, it's been what, almost 40 years since the movie came. So I think she, she feels like, you know, they're, they're judging her, you know, based on, you know, that, you know, she's not as young as she used to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, you know, I think that's messed up because I mean, her character was, uh, you know, played a major role in the, the first film. So, I mean, I think, you you know, it would make sense to have her as a very minimum to come back. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah. Lastly, uh, Obi-Wan. I mean, not go, we're not going to go into spoilers because, uh, you know, you know, me and you, Mac, we like to give our, you know, our reviews when the the, show, the series is over and uh, give, you know, give us our, our full thoughts. But so far, so far, so good with the, uh, Kenobi. The first two seasons, the first two episodes of the season uh, came out. And so far, so good. It looks, it looks great. It takes place 10 years uh, after Revenge of the Sith, episode three, and then 10 years before episode four, the original Star Wars film, you know, now known as A New Hope. And, uh, yeah, so far, so good. I mean, um, I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, uh, Boba Fett started off strong, too. And then that last that last episode was uh, was okay at best. And for Star Wars, Star Wars, okay at best is not – that's very – yeah, that's not going to cut it with Star Wars fans. Uh, so so far so good. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I can't go into spoilers. So yeah, definitely check it out. Um, something happens that makes Obi Wan deviate from his plan with protecting Luke uh, for all those twenty years straight. Um, yeah, so definitely watch the, the watch the first two episodes, and you know we'll give you our our full review. Uh, most likely with spoilers uh, in like what four weeks from now, four or five weeks from now, when when the uh, episode six of of the Obi Wan series comes out. Anything you'd like to add on the Kenobi series without going into spoilers? Uh, this well, so far from these two episodes, it's, it looks like it's going to be a great mini series. Can't wait to see the. Uh, the upcoming episodes, but you know, I, I like the fact that uh, they're focusing on Obi Wan and that time period between Episode Three and Episode Four. Uh, it's starting to fill in fill in the gap a bit, and we learn what happened to Anakin after that Episode Three, and we also see um, little Princess Leia 
and Luke Skywalker. But mm. again, I won't spoil too much. But you know, so far so good from what I've seen in these two episodes. So uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing more. Yeah, and like you said, you see a young Leia, and that's like wow, the first time. This is like the first time you saw Alderaan in depth because uh, in episode uh, episode three, you saw you know like when. Uh, she was given to her parents, you know, uh, Bail Organa and Bria, Bria, Bria or something. The mother, you know, her adopted mother. Yeah. Um, you briefly saw Alderaan, but yeah, in this, this, this series, you, you really, you really get a chance to see how, how, um, Alderaan looks in a, in a, in a bigger scale. Um, yeah, I mean it's so far so good. I mean, I you know I really like the like the um the show. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully it'll finish strong. Because I wasn't, you know, as, as a diehard fan, I didn't want to see uh, the possibility of Obi Wan and and Anakin fighting each other, you know, because the New Hope hinted like they never saw each other in like the past twenty years, but the way how the the events are going on in this show, it's it's pretty it's pretty evident that there's gonna be at least a confrontation or two between uh the the two former uh Jedi knights and brothers, you know. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely see what happens. Um oh, yeah. looking forward to that. And then uh yeah, um like you like you mentioned uh, on your show, um, Obi Wan might might even battle against Rhea, the third sister. You know. Yeah, that th- that third sister is a badass. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a tough customer. So I mean, she's yeah, got she, the replica she, Darth Vader suit on her. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, Ma, yeah, uh, Moff Gideon and her Rhea gotta pay uh, the royalties to Darth Vader for that suit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, speaking of uh, Moff Gideon, uh, uh, Mandalorian's coming, coming, uh, coming back. I think it's February of of next year. Um, That's a long wait. Go four yeah, years without Mandalorian. I know. Um, uh, what's his name? What's the name of the show? I, Andor. Andor is going to be released in August, I think. Um, that's going to be a twelve series. I think they think that series is gonna be a three three season series. Um, what else is gonna come out? I'm trying to remember. Ahsoka, I think, should be coming out somehow sometime uh, next year as well. I might have to double check. And then in gaming news, they got um, they have um, Fallen Order coming out next year too. Uh, well. The sequel to the Fallen Order is called Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and that takes place five years after the events of um, Star Wars Fallen Order. Star Wars fans are having an orgasm right now, hanging over Star Wars news. Oh, man. They're geeking out right now. And uh, what was I going to say? Ahsoka is going to be coming out with her series, and then they just announced Tales of the Jedi is going to be a, 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 a short animated series that stars Ahsoka, um, Count Dooku, you know, the former Jedi Master who turned into a, a Sith apprentice, 
and then his for and then the third main character from this series is going to be Dooku's former apprentice, uh, Padawan, which is Quaikan Jin, and Quaikan Jin is going to be voiced yet again by Liam Neeson. So this is going to be a, a very interesting uh, animated series right here coming out this fall. So, man, you got Liam Neeson coming out of retirement. Man, I'm just hoping Liam Neeson can come out for come out of retirement for this Obi-Wan series because you can't you can't have you cannot have um Obi-Wan, you know, this this is around the time period where he should he should finally hear from Quakon, you know, from from stuff that's being teased. So, it would be nice I mean, Liam Neeson has been saying that he's not, he, you know, he wouldn't come back. You know, he'd only come back for a movie. But it could be, uh, um, you know, tricking us. Just like just like Ewan McGregor for like five years straight was saying, you know, saying, oh, I don't know if they want me want me back, you know. I'd be open to it if they want me, you know. But, but I know he, he was lying all along saying like he, he hasn't heard from them. But hey, I hope I hope Liam Neeson is lying to us too. So you know, and I got I got a lot of love for the prequels and uh, and the, the um the the original series. Oh yeah, one more Star Wars news is uh Knights of the Old Republic two. That was a popular game back in the days. They're releasing it for uh, the Switch and I think maybe even the 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 current gens. And they're gonna release a uh, bonus content. So yeah, like you said, man. The I mean. So far, these next couple of years looks, you know, look good for the for uh, Star Wars fans. But, you know, you, in everything nowadays, you gotta be cautiously optimistic. So, we'll see what happens. But with that said, is there anything else you'd like to say before you know we fly off to a galaxy far, far away? Uh, everyone, just have a safe uh, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, thank you for having me on your show as usual, Will, and. Uh... Yeah, everyone just stay safe. Thanks, man. Thank thank you for that. Um yeah, with that said, um yeah, let, let's uh um yeah. Check out Mac show uh uh iMac, check your local listings, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend T V. Check out this show, Sports Urban Legend. It's your host, Macaulay Matthew and me, William Ramo, and uh, we'll see you uh, hopefully next week. With that said, um, may the force be with you as you enter the danger zone.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.